Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Broadcasting live today from the RV Super Show at the Mountain America Expo Center. 9575 South State Street, but of course you know where it is. Austin Horton producing today at our Carrier Zone Studios at Vivint Arena. Oh no, he's not. Austin's out today. Lloyd producing today. At our Carrier's own studio, Vivint lo- Arena. I always like it when Lloyd's hanging around. Yeah, it's it's uh, despite what you say about him, it's it's, yeah, it's something. It's something when Lloyd it's, sticks around. It's yeah, something. it's it's there. Uh, no, we, we appreciate Lloyd uh, working a little overtime today. Austin has the day off. He'll be back uh, coming up tomorrow. So uh, I believe our boy Lundy is coming along at some point to br- produce the show as well. Oh, good. Okay. So stay tuned uh, as uh, this is now uh, brought to you by Lloyd. Uh, today. Um, Gordon, how are you? You're looking good. I'm uh, feeling well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you, uh, you, you and I have been coming to the RV show, uh, doing shows from here for a, a long time. We have, yes. And I honestly can say it's, it's a show I look forward to. I've, I find this world pretty fascinating. It's pretty cool. What uh, what some of these things are, are capable of. And in general, the people we run into are really cool. We, we just chatted before the show with uh, with Richard from Paris RV. Says he, uh, he listens. Uh, says uh, we help get him home after a, a long day, uh, you know, hooking people up with fantastic recreational vehicles. Uh, anyway, uh, really cool to talk to him and, and talk to him what they have going on over there at Paris. And this, this world, Gordon... Of RVs is uh, is blowing up. I mean, people are people are enthused about getting out into uh, all that this great country has to offer. See, Jake, I am uh, I'm on the verge of becoming an RVer. As you know, I've been sort of hanging over that ledge for uh, a while now. I know, I know, and not quite sure whether I will actually do it or not. But uh, very interested, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about all these wonderful things that are on display here. Yeah. So whether you're just diving into the RV world for the first time, or maybe you're looking for an upgrade, or maybe you're looking to see what else is out there, uh, this is your place. I'm, I think I'm going to get a 45-foot diesel pusher. See, that's man. what I'm saying. If you're going to do it, you've got to get the land yacht. you got to get something <laughs> like Jerry Jones would buy. Yeah, you but, know what but, I mean? Uh, uh, you know, I've also seen those big vehicles with the uh, real tough-looking, you know, tires. With uh, they're they're quite pricey, but they're, I mean, there's some pretty nice uh, stuff out there. Who cares about the tires, man? You need to get something that like you have to get clearance from the campground ahead of time <laughs> because it's so big. You know, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you yeah. need you need something where when you show up, everybody knows. So should I go rugged or should I go luxury? No, luxury, big time. Yeah, but I want to get Blow it I want to get out there boondocking. You know, I want to get out there, not just in your paved little campground. Listen, you don't want to you don't want to get all the way out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I listen, listen, I know we have a lot of listeners who are experienced RVers. If you could uh, pass along to us at Gordon Monson at Jake Scott Zone, uh, you know, your tips, your cautions, your advice about entering this world, uh, please pass it along because I, I'm very curious. And, Jake, maybe one day you will be, too. So... You've done your this fair is, share of camping. This is this is what you're gonna you you need to get, and you're probably not going to get this reference because you're not in uh, my generation. Uh, but I, I feel like Austin will get this, and and my the the middle aged folks will get. This is what you need to get. Have you ever seen the movie The Goofy Movie? Uh, I don't think so. Is, is that? Th- they're pulling a trailer that's like a real old fashioned. No, thing. no, no, no. Okay, oh. so there's this one scene where they're camping. And and Goofy sets up, like, the tent for he and his kid or whatever. And then Pete, the neighbor, comes, like, barreling in in this RV that just is, like, <laughs> and it, it unfolds from itself. And it's just, like, all of a sudden it's, you know, like a, like a cross between an army base and the Taj Mahal. You know, or, or like, a, like a luxury hotel and an army base. You know what I'm talking about, Austin? Or uh, Lloyd, my, I keep thinking Austin's here. It's because yeah, he's not, not here. Out. Lloyd, you know he's what I'm talking about? X. The 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 goofy movie. You know what I'm talking about with Pete? Yes, his neighbor? I know what you're talking about. And yeah. Gordon needs something that's big enough to fit. I'm talking the whole crew. No, like, the whole family. The yeah, entire that's true. family. You've got to have capability. Well, wait you remember, a right? I was down there doing some reads, and I, I went into this one. I'm like, oh wow, this is huge. This must be able to fit like 20 people. And they're like, actually, it only fits two. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's really big. But see, so you need to make sure you get something that literally yeah. fits now, the entire family. Now all. I'm confused because Jake's normal advice to me is to get something that's just for my wife and I and let everybody else fit nah. for themselves. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you need everybody. In fact, you need a bed that you can share with <laughs> lots of people. <laughs> well, okay, this got weird. But... Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing, Gordon. What have have you ever? What have you ever? What have you ever taken my advice? Never. You should listen to (laughs) Lloyd because that's what you. That's what you're going to end up doing anyway. Not not true. Every once in a while, you're right. And so, yeah, I don't want to discount it automatically. You know, we'll see. But I'm going to look around here, man. I'm going to look around. I'm going to look at things, and I'm going to figure out maybe what what the right direction is. All right. All right. Hey, we'd encourage our listeners to do so. This is going on all weekend long, and uh, it really is cool. If you've, if you've never come down to the RV show, it, it's it's really cool. Again, please send your advice along at Gordon Monson at Jake Scott Zone. I mean, isn't Utah like the RV capital of the world? I don't know about that, but there are a lot of cool places to go. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I, I wouldn't limit it just to in-state. I mean, my wife and I might take off for the beach. We might take off for Florida. We might take off for Maine. We might take out or take off for the Great Lakes. I mean, here's, it's a here's, big country out there, you know. Here's where I think you you and Lisa need to go. You you need to explore the wonders of the Great Plains. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> where are you going there. first? Oh, we thought we'd 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 take in the Great Plains. <laughs> thought these mountains be a little more rocky. 
Yeah. I mean, I've spent so much of my life now around mountains. I want to see what, you know, flat, boring land looks we're gonna like. We're going to spend a week in Kansas, <laughs> and then we're going to roll it into Iowa. It's going to be it's going to be thrilling. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, hey, there's the dream out there. If you have the dream of uh, tooling around uh, this great country, even, you know, I could see Gordon... Uh, Going to Canada or Mexico or yeah. something. Yeah, well, what about the like the yeah. Canadian Rockies? How about up there? Yeah, maybe you can make it happen. So RV Super Show, we'll be talking about it throughout the show. Uh, should we dive in, Gordon? Let's talk a little college football. Lloyd, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, like Stanford. Think of Stanford after last game. I'm sure all their fans were calling for Coach Shaw to be fired or whatever. Like yeah, That's yeah. just the reality of sports nowadays. Uh, but now, my best friend Gabe plays for Stanford, and everybody's like, this is our year, right? <laughs> so that's just kind of how it is. And yeah. you got to roll with the punches, never too high, never too low, and know where your value lies. Know that this team is good. Bring that swagger. And all right, Gordon, let's talk a little college football. I want to talk BYU and Utah for the same time. But uh, I want to talk about are we, have we readjusted expectations based on what we've seen so far out of two games, which is a completely ridiculous conversation, granted, because we have such little information. But the BYU-Utah game was a big game. We did see these two teams going head-to-head. And I wonder, does it change the way we feel about the rest of the season? Partially. So, uh, with both? Uh, Where do you want to start? Okay, let's start with the Utes. Okay, because what has Utah really lost? Maybe a little pride. Big deal. They still got the Pac-12 title to shoot at. If I'm Kyle Whittingham, I am hammering that over and over with the Utes, trying to get them refocused. I know they're playing San Diego State this week, but that's a nice stepping stone to get ready for what's coming after that. And so get the attention of your team, get them fired up. And I think the same thing for the fan base. I mean, Utah has just scratched the surface here. they got all kinds of stuff to play for. Should we adjust our? Well, I was surprised with what BYU was able to do to them. But I also think that the Pac-12 is somewhat vulnerable and that the Utes might be able to have a whole lot of success in that conference. And if they can find a way to get into that, uh, that uh, Pac-12 championship game, I don't know whether Oregon is going to be all this and all that. We, it seems like it fluctuates from week to week. But uh, fans and players, man, what have you really lost other than a little pride? Nothing. It's true. That so, is true. No reason to ratchet down expectations with that team. I, I, I think there's a whole lot more to see with the Utes. As far as BYU goes, look. Wait, you going to let me jump in on the Utes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah before do. you, you go on through the topic, uh-huh. is that? Uh, <laughs> okay, now that I'm done. Uh, <laughs> for, break. The, for the Utes, uh, Gordon, I, I thought, uh, uh, what's his name, Dolce, uh, made some interesting points as he was talking about Utah uh, with Hanson Scotty earlier today. And uh, my good buddy, Frank Dolce. Uh, where he talked about... Your the, intimate friend. <laughs> he talked about how important uh, this game against San Diego State is, and he, he seemed to imply that if they lose this one, look out, 500 could be... I, that, that could be where Utah and is And you agree headed. with that? 
I, I just thought it was an interesting statement. I'm not sure if, if I agree with it because San Diego State is pretty good. But, I mean, Witt hasn't lost a, a non-conference game in a decade. Yeah. And then to drop two in a row, that's probably not a good sign. And then it would it would depend on how they lost it, I suppose. Uh, so I, I thought that was an interesting comment to add to the import of this game here against San Diego State. But I, I guess I'm, I don't know if I expected Utah to compete for a conference title before the season, but I'm, I'm really questioning that now. It's obviously not out of the cards, and you're right, how good the rest of the league ends up being is, is going to be a, a big factor. But I don't know. A word that is often used with coaches and teams in all sports, but it applies to football, is getting organized. And that can happen. We've seen teams that have lost early in the season that have gone on to have great years. Uh, the Utah in 2019, everybody's yeah. talking about. They lose to USC, but then rattle off eight in a row. Yeah, got so, it. So that could be the case. Certainly. And and again, San Diego State, I mean, it's no, no skin off their nose as far as uh, the conference standings go. So, I mean, yeah, if they lost that game, it would, uh, it would probably be befuddling to the team a bit. But uh, still, you've got time to regroup and move forward. And I'm not making any excuses for the team to, to back off and not worry about the Aztecs. But they have lots to play for. And based on what I've seen out of this team, there's quite a bit of talent there. Will it be organized? Will it be motivated? Will they be able to get the most out of all the players? That I don't know. But I I have a feeling that we haven't. We haven't seen the end story for the Utes. Uh, I, I think they're better than than what folks might be thinking all of a sudden. So, okay, they, and which is a perfectly reasonable argument. Mm-hmm. So you're not adjusting your expectations with the Utes at all. Uh, well, it sort of puts you in a, a wait and see mode. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like before. I was pretty sure that they are really talented. and We're going to have a lot of success this year. Now, all of a sudden, I'm I'm thinking, okay, I'm not discounting that, but I'm going to maybe wait and see how it goes. Uh, if the players themselves wait and see, they could be in some trouble. But I, I think they still have a lot of potential. So, Ute fans, don't be jumping off your team at this point. I, uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you know. <laughs> I, but we're talking expectations here. Yeah. And it uh, it sounds like you expect them to get better. Yes, and I would. So, so you wouldn't adjust it, which, again, is a perfectly reasonable argument. I'm on the fence on that one myself. Okay. But. I, I don't know. They, they, they've shown some weaknesses. And the fact that their defense got pushed around, I thought, is not a really terrific sign. Because I don't think their receivers are getting any better anytime soon. Yeah. So that's going to make passing game challenging. The, what you saw from the offensive line, uh, I, I think, was, was somewhat concerning. I'm not trying to blame the whole game on them, but they got to get a lot better. Does that actually happen? Do you think uh, that the tight ends could play and be used a lot better than they, they were? They, sure, but the, I don't think they have identified a, a stud home run hitter at running back, which was my whole key for the offense uh, going into the t- year. They've had two guys who ran, rushed for over 100 yards. And one can't hang on to the football oh. and might never play, and the other's <laughs> been good. Good. He's been good. How many we'll yards? See. 126 yards? That's, that's, he, that's, that's pretty good. He's been good, but has he been a game changer? Has well, he, you know, has he been, has he been a, a, a Utah star running back? And I'm not saying he hasn't either, but, I mean, 
It sounds to me like you if Ty Jordan you, won you, and lost ball games for Utah last year. He right, was that important he, in that. Yeah, good. but he had to grow into that role. It was he was a freshman. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, that's what I'm saying. He had it wasn't it wasn't like he blew everybody away in the first uh, in the first game. And so maybe maybe Mackay becomes that. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean I, that I'm, not, I'm not. You but know, I did, I haven't seen I. I don't know. This is what I'm curious to see, and this gets back to what you've been saying that the Utes should do from since time began, and that is, okay, give the ball to one of those running backs and let him freaking run the ball and establish that running game and emphasize the running game. I think it's the best card to play right now. Well, that's what you've been saying for a long time, and you could be right. But that would accomplish two things. One, it would take you back to Utah football. It might help the defense get its feet under it, and it would establish your star running back. So that that might be something they would do. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right, we'll get to the Cougs coming up next if we've readjusted expectations for BYU. Uh, but joining us now from Legacy RV, Troy is jumping on with us on the big show. Troy, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, you're welcome. See, seeing how you guys say freak, I'm going to say you're freaking welcome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, hey, let's let's talk about what you guys are doing at Legacy and, and what folks can come out here and, and see. We've got everything, you guys. We brought out all the big guns and little guns. Everything is on sale. We don't plan on taking anything home. You're moving it. That's <laughs> happening this weekend. You yeah. mean all this stuff is Yes, going- yes. We're, we're here to sell it all. So we're stacked them deep, selling them cheap. <laughs> we got Shasta trailers, and uh, everybody that buys a Shasta trailer gets a free fridge full of Shasta pop. Wow. <laughs> We've actually got a, a guy that interacts with the show that has a Twitter handle, you Shasta trailer, which is kind of funny. So oh, he'll is get that a big, right? Yeah, he'll get a big kick out of that. Uh, so fridge full of Shasta. Fridge full of Shasta. How about that? Yep, non-alcoholic even. <laughs> I'm looking at Is that it right yeah, over there? Yeah, yeah, we've got Shastas. Literally, we brought a – we filled the back of my truck with Shasta pop. That's hilarious. And uh, we, we want to give it all away. No one's going away thirsty. Yes. No, right. no, no, no. But uh, but but the show promoters wanted to make sure that that we didn't give them out to uh, everybody that uh, walks by. So you have to buy one. See, I'm glad we <laughs> I, I'm glad we we started the show with Troy because, you know, you've got to bring your big promotions out to, to start off <laughs> yeah, the show. That's you right. know? That's the, right. Fridge, the fridge full of Shasta with the Shasta trailer. That's the one that's going to bring them in yeah. the door. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and we might accidentally give a few free ones. Uh, out. I don't what know. if somebody has a trailer, has something they buy that uh, has a huge, huge ice, you know, room? That's going to be ice a, room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you know, like a have, refrigerated room. Yeah. The, like the whole room? Yeah. They're going to have a, they're going to have a lot of iced Shasta then. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Troy, thanks for jumping on with us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, you are welcome. Right. Come out and see us. Every We're having a ton of fun. So. All right. It's the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center. That is our friend Troy from Legacy RV. We'll have more coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ready, 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 ready. It's game week 
for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. After a disappointing loss in the Holy War, the Utes look to rebound as they hit the road to square off against an old Mountain West Conference rival in San Diego State. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 4 with a postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, Nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. On the road again. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center. So band of the day today, Willie Nelson, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. See, this is the kind of country I like. Give me, give me the old, old uh, Willie Whalen and me outlaw country. You don't like the first country stuff? Uh, n- no, but I haven't really opened my uh, palate to it either, to be fair. So, okay. All right. I, I, I like what I like. So I, I stay, I stay in my walls most of the time, which is completely by choice, but I do like Willie Nelson. All right. You and Lavelle Edwards, Lavelle liked Willie. You don't, you don't seem like you do. Oh, I like some stuff. I couldn't take a steady dose of it. I don't think. No, well, more of an old Dominion guy. Yeah, he likes uh, he likes the uh, Alabama Kentucky line, whatever that band is. <laughs> no, I remember one. But time doesn't like Willie I, Nelson. When I went to the uh, what's the real famous dude who played at the uh, at the uh, at the arena, Vivian Arena for obviously he's not that famous. Carl Weathers. No, the two, he had like two Weathers. or three shows there. Come on, you know. Talk uh, let's His see. His name is slipping my mind right now because I'm not really a country guy. No. George Brooks. Strait. Garth Brooks. <laughs> Garth Brooks. You know that so, really famous guy. So I'm at, so I'm at, uh, I'm at his concert uh-huh. uh, with my wife, and we're sitting next to a couple who are hardcore country, man. Hardcore country. And uh, we were talking to him, and I started saying, you know, I'm not really country, but I'm, I'm trying to get there. And I listed off a couple of, of uh, artists, and the disgust on the face yeah, was just, uh, just uh, yeah. I mean. That's, I, that's I, not country. I, I needed country to people. apologize or something, because <laughs> she was, especially the, 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 she the was woman. Mad. She looked at me like, get away from me, yeah. you freak. Yeah, you just. That's that's pop music to uh, fresh the country. Old come on, country people. You know, I mean, I, I was saying, I, was, I thought I was being impressive. You know, talking about Old Dominion and yeah. Florida Georgia yeah. Line. And, that ain't country. No, no, <laughs> no. What else? Who else? Uh, who else is of that that ilk? Reba. <laughs> what about like Blake Shelton? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I like it that Megan is shooting Gordon straight here <laughs> so, at the show. So I'm sitting here talking to her, and I'm saying, yeah, yeah what about these? Yeah. And, and, and she, no. And then she started yeah. talking about Merle Haggard and whatnot. I don't know what she, I, don't, I don't even know who she was talking about. And, you know, I think I was the only one at that concert who didn't. I recognized one song. One song. 
at a Garth, at a Garth Brooks show. One song. I'm not even into Garth, and I, I know for a fact I'd recognize more than one song. One freaking song. And everybody in every seat that I could perceive was singing the words to every freaking song. Yeah. They knew every song, and I didn't even recognize the well, songs. They're fans who; those are who usually go to concerts. You know, fans, fans of <laughs> but uh, the. You talk about I, I was on an island. Familiar of the with their catalog and all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm on an island with Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. I, I, I was, but there was nobody. I, mean, I felt like I was on a different planet, and, and I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I just felt like a stranger in a strange land. All right. Uh, I want to find out if you're, you're going to readjust your expectations on BYU here in just one second. But, Sven, this is too funny not to read. For those of you who are listening to our conversation with Troy, Sven says, I'm still trying to figure out what an ice room is and why someone would need one in an RV. I also wonder what the refrigerator is like at Casa de Monson. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm with you, Sven. I don't know what the heck you were talking about. An ice room in an RV? Not an Troy. ice room. Troy was nice enough to be like, yeah, we'd put Shasta in it. No, that's not what he that said. Like he said there'd be a whole room? lot of frozen drink in there, yeah. and that's not what I meant. I didn't mean an ice room, ice room. I just meant a refrigeration room. So that's what? like that cold room that you go into the, the gas station, and you're like, oh, wow, it has all the beer. No, let, one let of those. Me, yeah, but yeah, let, me, let me tell you this. You, you know, in, in the RV world, it's all about maximizing space, <laughs> you know, like what, what, maximizing the limited space you have. Nobody like whacks an RV in half and says, make this a refrigerator <laughs> ice room. You know, like we can cram the dining stuff somewhere else. No, hold just, on, we, hold on. I want a walk-in refrigerator no, no, in my look, RV. I don't want to stereotype anything. <laughs> But it seems like there's a whole lot of people when they buy an RV are very interesting and ha- interested in having a place they can store their beer. All right, an ice room? Well, I mean, a refrigeration room, like at Maverick, as Lloyd says, <laughs> like in your RV. <laughs> no, I, I like your radical thinking here. Don't get me wrong; I shouldn't tease. And this You're, is why you need the biggest RV possible, by the way. Yeah, you do need the biggest RV possible. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't need it's cold beer. I, you know, I don't need that. But I mean, some yeah, but you need think. lots of soda and stuff like that. Yeah, you yeah. you like keeping a lot of meat around. <laughs> yeah, so cheeses hey, keep those cool. Yes, just the cheeses alone. You do need maybe, an ice maybe room. I need it's, some room, storage room for maybe a couple of dirt bikes. I mean, you know, oh, man. I mean, okay. I do need some space. Readjusting expectations for BYU. Are you doing it? Uh, uh, cautiously. See, I thought your answer to this might be yes. Yeah, I, I, I do think. Well, they impressed me. Yeah. Uh, uh, BYU You've impressed me against clear. Utah. Yeah. I've said that. I've written it. And uh, apologize for picking the wrong team to win that game. Uh, BYU really impressed me. They didn't impress me as much against Arizona. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, now that BYU and BYU observers and fans and coaches and players, I mean, they had their success against Utah. They could very well go out and lose this week against Arizona State. Easily. Now, Arizona now, State's good. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I don't know whether they will. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not picking this game because I don't know. But Arizona State's good. And they got some nice weapons. They got some nice talent on that team. So... Uh, but I will say this. If BYU beats Arizona State, then there's nobody on their schedule they can't beat. If you beat, if you beat, okay, Arizona not so much, but you beat Utah and Arizona State back-to-back, who's on the schedule that's gonna, that, that they're not capable of beating? Who? 
No, I, USC I, at the Coliseum? SC hasn't been overly impressive to anybody at this point. They just got blown out at the Coliseum. Indeed. They have a, they have a new, they're going to have an interim coach. So SC is the curious one. Well, let me run this by you because I am uh, adjusting my expectations for BYU, but help me determine how much, all right? I thought an interesting little barometer of the season would be how they did against the Pac-12. They were playing five of them, five, mm-hmm. five teams, and they were from different parts of the league. You know, the three favorites in, in the South, and then you throw in some of the bottom of the league too. So how are they going to do against those five teams? And now BYU has won one of those games, which I did not expect them to, which means the others, in my mind anyway, the other Big 12 or Pac-12 games are much more in play than they were. Washington State was always in play, but USC certainly, and, and throw in some of those circumstances. Like, would going 4-1 and one against the Pac-12, uh, that's a very real possibility. Mm-hmm. I would not have predicted that before the season, and that's real. That, that in my mind, is, is a is really good for the for the points that you're laying out. I mean, if you can beat Utah and Arizona State two games in a row, who on your schedule can't you beat? I think it's yeah. a terrific point. Now, doing it all in a row is extraordinarily difficult. That's why few teams uh, go undefeated, and I'm sure there'd be a, a bump in the road. But if you look at that little measuring stick within the season, you know, I know it's smaller than a, than a conference season would be, but five's a pretty good game, a pretty good number. You know, if they could go four and one in those five games. Yeah, that's that's a good season, and that that seems much more realistic to me today than it did before the Utah game. Here's the thing, though: uh, BYU obviously was very focused against Utah. Lost nine straight games to their rival. They came out ready to play, super energized, crisp. Uh, not perfect, but uh, they played really well. Can they come with that focus every single week? Because Jake. Here's the thing about playing those five Pac-12 teams, among some others, is how often do you hear about in the Pac-12 where a team that's pretty good goes out and gets beat by a lesser team in the conference? How often do you hear that about happens. that? Yeah, it happens. It happens Frequently. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did uh, who did Arizona? Let's see. Oregon lost to Arizona State yeah. in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and that shouldn't have happened, but it did. Now, it didn't hurt Oregon all that much in some respects, but the point is that when you're playing that kind of competition, even if it's a lesser team in the league, if you don't show up ready to play, you can get beat. Yeah, I agree with that. Even if you're the better team. I by no means think that BYU is going undefeated, Uh, but I do feel like I've readjusted my expectations for them a little bit. Sure. You know, I don't know if I expect them to beat both Arizona State and USC. I mean, that... That even now seems like it might be kind of a tall order, but it certainly isn't out of the question. Well, I certainly wouldn't have guessed that BYU was going to beat Utah and Arizona State. No if, way. If they beat Arizona State. Yeah, if right. they do. I'm just talking about leading yeah, up yeah, to yeah. it. I'm just trying to make it clear. So, yeah. I, yeah, I'm surprised, but I'm also impressed. Right. So, I readjusted my expectations a little bit maybe for Utah downward. Readjusted my expectations for BYU upward. Sounds like you're kind of the same on Utah, but up on BYU. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, well, right. I'm, I'm not, see... not completely the same with Utah. It did. There's a little nick there, but nothing that they can't overcome moving forward, in my opinion. Now, if I, if I, if we can take Utah apart and look at all the things they need to do to improve. But if you were going to say that about BYU after a victory over the Utes. 
where would you begin with that? On where to improve? Yeah. Where does BYU need to get stronger? Okay, so, I mean, my automatic answer would be I'm still a little bit concerned about the pass defense and maybe uh-huh. in the secondary, except for that they were great against yeah, Utah. they were. Or were Utah's receivers that bad? I, I don't know. We could probably debate that back and forth. But they play, They had a really good game against Utah. And so, one of the things we wondered about is could BYU put pressure on Charlie Brewer and, uh, I mean, it was brilliant and the they way did. they brought the, the, the blitzes to uh, to really cause him trouble. It's going to be different, though, this week. Th- this is why I think the defensive backfield is so important, because they're going to they're gonna make Jaden Daniels throw. That's going to be the game plan. It's going to be keep him in the pocket and make him throw. Yeah, good luck with keeping him in the pocket. Yeah, but that's going to be the whole thing. It's not going to be about pressure, per se. It's not going to be... You've got to surround him? You're going to have to... <laughs> yeah. You're, you'd rather have him throw it then you would flush him out unless of the pocket, as weird as that sounds. And he's got some receivers, unless those receivers are open. and then Well, that's why the defensive backfield yeah. is going to be yeah, critical. Exactly. So, you know, where does BYU need to improve? I guess uh, that would be my answer, except for they were really good at Utah, or against Utah. So I guess that needs to continue, but I'm uh, a little concerned about that, maybe. I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I, I it's, Daniels is a quarterback who is dangerous, and he may not be the smoothest passer in the world, but he can move. And traditionally, BYU defenses have struggled against that kind of quarterback. Now, I'm not talking about this particular team. I'm talking traditionally back many, many years. But we'll see how it goes on Saturday. I agree with you completely. Contain and and keep the coverage tight. I mean, if you can do those two things against this team, then you'll win. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Scott, excuse me, my own name. Live from the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center, 9575 South State Street, going on all week long. We'll tell you more about it coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to talk football with Nick Ford, the University of Utah offensive lineman. Curious how you are after the loss to BYU, and I'm wondering how much that wrecked your whole weekend, so to speak. You know, you say it with a grain of salt. There's a lot of things on film that was good. There's a lot of things on film that were bad. There's a lot of things that people on the outside don't understand that people on the inside do understand and give credit where it's due. And, you know, it's on to the next week. Can't cope. Nobody feels sorry for us. It's a disappointment and definitely going to improve from that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. It's a big show. Give you a song. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Join Hanson Scotty at the University Federal Credit Union grand opening of their Lehigh Meadowbrook branch on Monday the 20th from 10 to 2, 101 North, uh, 1200 East in Lehigh. Your mama adhered to this advice. Yes, indeed. She did not let you grow up to be a cowboy. Was that ever in the cards? Uh, maybe when I was four. You weren't like 14 being like, you know what? Life on the range is for me. <laughs> I, used no? like, 
I used to like westerns when I was a kid, and I thought, you know, some of that's actually you and little Jimmy. Good. It was it was either Bronco busting or calling calling on them. We're live. Oh, I'm cowboy life. That's hard work. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, we're here at the RV Super Show. Uh, live at the Mountain America Expo Center. Come on by and uh, see us going on this weekend, uh, Gordon. We'll get to, uh, <laughs> we've got a lot covered up on the show. Have you decided what you're going to get here yet? Have you decided no. what's for you? Nope. I, there's lots to choose from. And I'm going to give it a good long look during the show today. I see. Yeah. Well, it can't be too long. You know, the breaks are only so long, so. That's true, but you, you need to make it back. You need to, and I can't make any decision without uh, without the smarter half of the relationship. Uh, sure, you can. You've guidance. done that a bunch. You told us you bought like a you bought a new airplane or something when she was out of town. <laughs> yeah, and actually that worked out okay. Didn't yeah. you have to to fly to Europe or something to get it? <laughs> I did have to fly to a location, but it wasn't Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I jumped ship into bet and brought it home. Yeah, Jordan Pendleton's going to join us coming up next, top of the 3 o'clock hour. Our friend uh, Sam Amick will be on with us at 4. Sam's got a, a great piece out there about Donovan Mitchell, so we'll uh, we'll talk to Sam about that coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. But joining us now here at the RV Super Show, he's from Stewart's RV. Mark with us. What's going on, Mark? How you doing? Good to be here. We're good, buddy. Uh, we're just, you know, talking a little football. Are you a football guy at all? I am a huge football fan. Who's your team? Go Cougs. You're cool. Oh, so you're feeling we're, good this we're, week. We're from Utah County. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's been, what was it, 12 years? Nine games? Ten games? 12 years, nine, nine games. games. And you know what? They won handily, too. I mean, they, they played well. I uh, It's been a long time since we've seen Utah kind of handled in the trenches by anyone yeah it's, so it, it was it was fun to watch all right well let's let's talk about what you guys are doing here encourage our listeners to come out and uh and uh check you guys out you know this is really exciting rv show Southtown. Uh, well i get mountain america expo center old habits die hard um we haven't had an rv show in almost two years wow so this is really exciting we're here there's no restrictions uh we see a few masks but not many uh if you want to wear the mask you know you're, you're more than welcome whatever you're comfortable with but just come join us it's uh, we got over 300, I think 320 units in the show. All right. Uh, and uh, lots to see from big budget to small budget, payments that just about anybody can afford. Um, Stewart's RV, we're the right inside the south lobby, first one you walk into, so you'll see us there. Okay, so sell me something because uh, I'm looking around. Yeah, but I know you're not a camper. Well, I used I, to camp. I listen to the show I, every day. I, look, I camped a lot. <laughs> I camped a lot as a kid. <laughs> I, uh, I have told him that. Uh, I, I, and I used to do a lot of camping and boating. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, okay. Is, isn't roughing it the best Western and not the Marriott? Isn't, isn't that how Gordon does it? Oh, I should be using that line. I should be plugging my product, I know. So, uh, yeah. Staying uh, at a best Western. But, okay, so if someone like me who... Uh, isn't really all that experienced, but uh, is interested in something, something nice. I mean, I want something good. We we live in one of the, if not the most beautiful state in the country. Yeah. The opportunities to camp, to get out with your family, the national parks, the West Desert, you know, the, the, the Wasatch Mountains. It's just, The opportunities are endless. We've got some of the best state parks uh, in, in the whole country. 
And there are places to go in this state. To be able to go and just pull off the side of the road and dry camp somewhere. I, I've been in the business now for 23 years. I've got lots of friends that own dealerships east of the Mississippi. They don't get to do that. It's parks. They right. pull into an RV park. They, they camp on the asphalt. We have such an amazing opportunity in Utah. There's so many places to go and so much to do. And this is a super affordable way to do it. So payments, do, payments not more than 100 bucks a yeah. month on do, a lot. Do I want yeah. a motorhome? Do I want a trailer? Do I want a fifth wheel? Do I want a... You know, that, that's, a, that's a tough question to answer for just one person because the need for different people yeah. are so different. And, you know, that, that would be a... A 15-minute conversation about what you're going to do with it. The great well, you thing got is, it all. That's what you're saying. The no great thing what. is it's all here. Mm-hmm. So whether you want a tent camper from entry level all the way up to the to the big diesel pusher motor coaches, they're here. And you can, uh, you can find what works for you. Most of our customers, you know, it's a nice travel trader that they can pull behind their SUV. Uh, most of our customers are migrating a little bit to the smaller stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, because vehicles are, are going a little bit smaller with gas prices and whatnot, but they're here. So, yeah. And you can really pull and handle and, and deal with a really nice RV trailer, even if you just have the small midsize SUV. See, this is where I, this is where I told Gordon, Mark, and if you, if you listen to the show, you understand. I said, if, if you're going to do this, because I, I get the, the pull and the desire and all that stuff you're talking about. You know, I, I get where Gordon's coming from, but he's got to do the, the land yacht. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. if he's yeah. going to do it, okay. he's got to do. It's got to have the gold faucets yeah. and, and the chrome. Yeah, he's got to do yeah. it all the way. You mean oh, there's yeah. any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's all I'm saying. If you're going to do it, I, I think you, you ought to go pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Just say. Go, go big or go home. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not a class B, huh? Uh, well, for the right guy, sure. For Gordon, uh, yeah. I think you're classic diesel pusher. Yeah, but I like that. being light on my feet, mobile. I told him he's got to get something that he has to, like, alert the campground he's coming to, that he's <laughs> coming. Pull, like, pull, the, like, pull the Kenworth like, horn. We, we got a big one coming, guys. Yeah, yeah, well, like. I like what you said, though, Mark, because uh, we, we live in a place. I think this should be the RV capital of the world. Yeah. It really should be. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Per capita, per population, we actually sell more RV traders than any state in the country. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this uh, super show is a big deal. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah. a big deal. They 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 want to take care of you, and we appreciate you jumping on, Mark. Yeah. Is it man. pretty much all here? I mean, is everything in the business here, or <laughs> if if you can't find it here, it's probably with over I think three hundred and twenty something units yeah. that are in the show right now. If if you're looking for it and it's not here, it probably doesn't exist. Oh. And Marcus with Stewart's, which uh, plug where you guys are again. Uh, south Lobby, right inside the door. is great big yellow sign. You'll see Stewart's RV. You can't miss us. Right inside the South Lobby. Come see us. And you give great deals? Oh, yeah. You have to at the show. Hey, thank you. It's, it's good to have you on the show. We good to be with it. you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks, All right. Mark. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.